1: Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.
2: Hello. <laughs> oh, no, you're laughing then, Joe. <laughs> oh, do you see Joker? Uh, no, I haven't. I saw it last night. Absolutely brilliant. Is it really? Yes, I loved it. I've seen lots of mixed opinions yeah, well, online. The ones that say negative,
3: mm-hmm. well, they, they can have their opinion. Good
2: absolutely really allowed enjoyed. but I really enjoyed it Joel but I do enjoy films even, <laughs> even ones people say are bad yeah and normally I don't enjoy the ones people say are good yeah so, so maybe don't listen to your opinion don't don't listen to my opinion or listen to my opinion and then go to cinema and form your own opinion
3: that's good advice
2: hello and welcome to Jokes with Mark Simmons, the podcast that everyone's talking about, Joel. <laughs> I
3: thought I might have a slightly different intro. Uh, uh, it's good. Everyone's <laughs>
2: talking about it. It's a podcast where I chat to... Some people
3: are saying nice things.
2: They are. Yeah.
3: And some people... No, they all are. Yeah, they're all saying nice things.
2: So, uh, it's the podcast where I chat to other comedians, Joel, about jokes that they can't get to work... Joel's here, producer Joel. Hey, 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 hey! Bit of a different intro this week, Joel. Yeah, it's really thrown me. Especially if you keep in the bit about Joker at the beginning, that might be quite nice actually to go talk about that, and then suddenly I just kick into the intro. Yeah, bit maybe fun. that will be nice. Bit but fun. I'm the producer, here, so. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. you 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 make your decision. That essentially that is what we're learning from today's podcast is people are allowed their own opinions. Yes. <laughs> That's yeah. what's come up quite a lot already, Joel. It has. Or hasn't it? Times. Or it hasn't. Three. To- it depends how much you keep in. Yeah. But that is up to you because you are entitled to your own opinion <laughs> Thanks, Mark. on what is best for Thanks, the podcast. Mark. Anyway, last week we had Tape Face. Brilliant episode. Great lots episode. Of feedback. Loads of feedback about one particular element. Can you guess what that element was, Joel?
3: Um, the brand of sellotape best used for muffling someone. No, because I think his answer was so It was very in-depth, yeah. And he knows better than anyone else. But I don't think anyone needed to know anymore about it. And that. also, if you emailed in a podcast saying in my experience taping up someone's face i've used (laughs) to report them to the police wouldn't you (laughs) you would yeah yeah Yeah. i I did (laughs)
2: um so so the main thing was about the his problem he had with one bit where he wanted to get across to the other person so so he gets an audience member up yeah and he wanted to basically tell them what to do yeah but Sometimes it worked, sometimes it didn't. It will need to work out the exact way. Lots of people had lots of ideas about this. Okay. Some of them rubbish. Mm-hmm. Some of them quite good. All right. Best one, promoter and comedian Ryan Mould. Yeah. Mouldy. Mouldy. don't know what that is. <laughs> uh, he said, just a thought, We're scrunching up the paper bit, that's the bit we were just talking about, Joel.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: I was talking about. Could they sign a terms and conditions on stage to take part in it? and then on that terms and conditions that they're signing and reading could be the instructions nice and clear. That is quite a good idea, but how
3: long it, how long you it takes. Say I'm
2: surprised that Moldy had a good idea then. But no,
3: I'm not surprised. Moldy. Moldy! I'm just surprised that I'm excited by terms and conditions. No, but I think that would work, and that would I be do. quite yeah. funny
2: as well, I think, if you're actually visually getting someone to sign it. Yeah. I think that's great. Yeah, that's well good. Ryan. I mean, I don't know if Tapeface has seen that. Oh, hashtag Awuga.
3: <laughs> is Sorry. that what ryan included yeah 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 and yeah. a will get to you too ryan yeah oh that's quite
2: a cool little thing that we're claiming um uh that yeah oh and we had a few well this sort of spiraled out of control a little bit the mm-hmm. um the michael but I, i've I, I forgotten we did this the michael mcintyre scandal headlines Yep. um <laughs> we've got quite a few people sent in their own
3: so we were doing puns on Michael McIntyre's names as though we'd got into different scandals and they were in tabloid newspapers, weren't we?
2: We were, and you know, check out. I mean, I'm sure you've all heard last week's episode, so we don't really need to tell you that. Um, so okay, so here's one from Mike Cox, comedian. He becomes so wealthy he buys his own county. Michael McIntyre, <laughs> not even a. Well, it could be controversial if I mean, yeah, someone buying a county. It is would, quite be, but I think, it'd be quite controversial. Yeah, 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 yeah it would be, wouldn't it? Um, there's uh, Matt Bragg, another comedian. Comedian's getting involved, love it. Oh, I, I didn't 100% understand this one, and that might make me sound stupid. Okay. Uh, he goes bust, can't afford funeral costs. Right. Community comes in together, builds a giant bonfire to cremate him on. Michael, muck in pyre.
3: Okay, so they've to all mucked in. Yeah. Which means to chip in. Yeah, and a pyre is like a bonfire that you burn someone on. The
2: pyre was my problem. Yeah, I didn't know, but but I kind of guess that's what it meant. Yeah, well done. Um, my problem with that is he goes bust and can't afford funeral costs. It's it's weird by saying he can't afford it because when you're dead, what, you do, you really, you, what you, do you care? What do you care? You don't think about he can't afford it because you think that as as being a a, a life thing. Yeah. But thanks for joining in, Matt. Good good guy, Matt Bragg. Good comedian. Cool. Up up and comer good book him yeah, i will okay. yeah not you you don't run any gigs joel um okay well that's that let's do another one this week i think that could be a nice little fun bit we're doing right. loads in this intro but i think people like the intro joel let us know um hashtag a hashtag a um this week name a comedian you name a comedian famous one flanagan Mac- mickey flanagan Yeah, Mickey Flanagan. Mickey
3: Flanagan. So what's
2: Mickey Flanagan done? Mickey
3: Flanagan keeps eating... um, (laughs) No, Mickey Flanagan eats a sandwich. Yeah. um, But he eats it. Remember when Ed Miliband ate it and he got it it all over his face? Yes. Well, he didn't actually. He just ate a bacon sandwich and pulled a face. Mickey Flanagan gets it all over his face and it's in a pickle, Mickey Brannigan's. And he's had cheese and pickle. (laughs) Because Brannigan's is a brand of pickle, (laughs) isn't it? That's
2: a good one. Thank you. Um... Fair enough. Um, okay. He keeps well, okay. going to he, No, no, <laughs> go on. He, he, keeps, he keeps cheating on his wife. Oh, my God. He keeps cheating on his wife. Does I, he? I, the thing is, Does I don't know if he's married, so no. I'm assuming he is. Keeps, and he's done it the fourth time.
3: Mm-hmm. Mickey Flanagan. Oh, well, I was going to say he keeps going to get uh, custard, custard tarts. <laughs> that's,
2: that's a good one. Flanagan. Flanagan. Yeah. Okay, yeah. so... Uh, Mickey Flanagan. At jokes with Mark. All yeah. of your uh, Mickey Flanagan dodgy headlines. Um and hashtag a wooga
3: to you all um, <laughs> <laughs>
2: anything anything else Joe what else is going you've on you've
3: got some big news
2: have I got some big news you're
3: going to be on the television oh yes we not? BBC primetime
2: yeah that got announced not the week yeah that got announced since we did the last one of these yeah, so yeah that, congratulations I wasn't, I wasn't, oh, thank you I wasn't expecting that to get announced it's actually it is exciting I'm really looking forward to it did people tweet you saying well done they did that yeah it's nice yeah oh. really nice yeah, that's all I can say really about it. Very nice. Yeah, yeah, I'm looking
3: forward to it. Can't wait. I'm looking forward to watching it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, thanks, Joe. I'm going to laugh and tweet enthusiastically about it. I,
2: yeah, thanks. I think yeah.
3: everyone that listens to the podcast
2: should do that. They should. Yeah, they, yeah. should <laughs>
3: uh, they should all tweet the official <laughs> Mock the Week count, just the word awooga when ev- when you're on, <laughs> on screen. A wooga,
2: everything I say. Yeah. So maybe three times. <laughs> three three <laughs> <Uyghurs>. <laughs> Ah, oh, cracking. Let's crack on with this episode. That was a lovely chat. I'm I really, think you oh, say I've had enough then. No, I haven't <laughs> I've had enough. No, that was a really nice chat. It was Enjoyed a good chat. That, it's Charles. nice to chat, isn't it? It is nice mm. to chat. It's nice to do it once a week. Have friends, isn't yeah, it? It is good. Yeah, colleagues. Yeah. So Matt Richardson. Yeah, that's great. I hadn't gigged with Matt Richardson for mu- like for years. And then we gigged over quite a lot recently, oh, which fun. is good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um uh very, very funny. So, I mean, I can't I can't actually remember. He's funny. Mm-hmm. And I remember, we recorded it a few weeks ago. And I remember the podcast being good. Because I think I texted you saying it's a good one. Yeah, you
3: did. So yeah. I said, leave me alone. Oh, you don't mean that. Come on, let's get on with it. <laughs> okay.
4: I was in, um, I was in Soho in a, in like a club, I suppose, like a membersy club where people like that hang out. And a, a Doctor Who was in the toilet, and I was waiting to use the loo, and um, he came out of the toilet. This person that was in Doctor Who, mm. um, with several friends. In the same cubicle. Yeah. And as he walked out, I was drunk and obviously compulsively trying to be funny all the time. So as he walked out, I went, fucking hell, mate. It's like the TARDIS in there. And he obviously told me to fuck off because I'd caught him out being untoward in a toilet. So, so that's
2: really funny. And like, I was just, we yeah. just so, so straight away I said, Have you ever done that as a bit? Yeah. But obviously you couldn't, because when you told me, actually, where you set that up, you said, um, so you, we were talking about the actor you yeah, went, yeah, yeah. Oh, he went he told me to go fuck myself once. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then you told the story ending with the the, the line. Yeah, 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 Which which I think is a good way of setting that up by saying, yeah, yeah. Oh, he wants told me to go fuck myself and then and do then the, you punch, end with the line rather than do the line and then say he went told me to go fuck myself because the punchline is the line, obviously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um so so then so that, so you would never done that because obviously no. you, you can't out someone for doing drugs
4: or having sex with people in toilets or sex we, we don't know which one it yeah. is um, but they're, they're the only true. reasons you go into toilets with several
2: other people yeah, yeah yeah so then I was just thinking to myself I was just thinking so could would that work if you just said I saw a Doctor Who actor obviously if you you set it up by going I saw a Doctor Who actor I can't tell you who it was yeah yeah but they told me to go find myself and then do the beer yeah I mean, you, I or does that seem too contrived I, no I quite Because that's your sort of style, isn't it? You do sort of... It's just a natural...
4: Yeah, I do just tell stories of things that's happened. But also, like, um, my only hesitation with it is, um, do people go, we don't want to hear about you seeing famous people? Right. I don't know if that's a thing. Like, I don't like...
2: Because you're not name dropping, it's not as...
4: Because it's not like, oh, guys, I was at this really cool party. I was at the BAFTAs or whatever, which isn't where it happened. But like, yeah, yeah, you just go, I just saw this thing once.
2: Yeah. And, And then are the audience thinking too much about who it is afterwards or as you're doing it
4: you know what i don't i think i think there's a really nice thing when I love comics who tease and go, this thing happened. I can't tell you what company it is. Yeah. or I can't tell you what person it is, but this happened. Yeah. And then they sort of like tease and give a few little quotes. Matt Ewins used to have an amazing joke, which kind of totally deconstructed that. We went, uh, look, I used to work for this insurance company. And I'm going to tell you this thing that happened there. And I'm not allowed to tell you who it is. But let's just say backwards, it's Aviva. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is such a beautiful joke. Yeah, and I really yeah, like yeah. that. Like, I can't really say Because nice. I really like comics going, like, I can't <laughs> tell you who it is. I can't. T- oh, my God. Because I think that has a really nice bit of jeopardy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've so asked. maybe it could work.
2: Yeah, yeah. Cause you know I, what? I'm going to try it. You should do. I'm going to try it on Saturday. Saturday. It's a funny lie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And also, it's funny if the fact that you say they told you to fuck yourself. So yeah. you, so the joke's on you that you're, tr- you're, you're, you're always on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not always. When you're mixing with... I mean, you consider Doctor Who actor top top level fame, wouldn't you? Or, yeah,
4: but I think in in, yeah. in this country at least they're pretty famous.
2: Yeah, so you're the un- you're sort of the underdog a little bit there. Yeah, yeah it depends in- which one
4: it is though, because like some of them haven't gone on to much else, but some oh, of them are true. really famous, aren't they? Yeah, yeah. Like it could be Sylvester McCoy. It
2: could be. And that's actually funny if he told you to go fuck yourself.
4: And also if he's in the toilet doing loads of drugs. That's quite a funny image.
2: Yeah, yeah. Or if it's Jodie Whittaker, you're in the wrong toilets. Yeah, but- yeah,
4: exactly. I am. Or oh, I'm just, you know, I'm really it, progressive. Let's, let's just
2: say it's not her. It's, it's not Jodie Whittaker. 100% not her. Yeah. Um, so uh, now people are thinking... It is her. It is. It, no, no, it's it not her. It isn't her. her but it could <laughs> be Shall we just Silvestre go through McCall? all the ones that isn't? <laughs> <laughs> that is another way to do it. Yeah. Because I had, so basically, I, I had a, so I, so when I was a bit younger, I, yeah. I knew, I had, before I did a comedy, I, I knew a person, someone who's gone on to be very famous. Okay. And I had a bit about that person, did not... But but it's just I just came thought of a joke and it's linked to me knowing that person. Yeah. But I didn't ever want to to say who it was. Okay. So I did try it as it but like you said by saying I'm not gonna tell you who it is because I genuinely don't want to say who yeah, it yeah, is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the whole time, even though the joke was good, that was outweighed by them just thinking Who is it? One, who is it? And yeah, so, that, that, so it never really worked. I feel like you need a really big bit or lots of jokes to make it worthwhile to get over that hump. Yeah, I think so. But with a so. one-liner, I think I, it was like, it's too quick to the joke. And they're still thinking, oh, I wonder who that is. You yeah, know what I,
4: mean? I, I think definitely with your kind of like a punchy joke. Also, maybe it, that's the kind of thing I think that works if you've got 30 or 40 minutes with them. Yeah, yeah. I think that's much better than say mm. if you're doing like you can't do it in the first ten minutes. You really have to get people on board yeah. to then talk about stuff like that. Like um, I try, I've tried to do things of like when I was on the X Factor, I had like a story about that, uh, um, about something that happened there, and it never worked because people are just like you're just talking about famous people. Really? That's all. Do you, all that's do you happening. Think people switch off? Yeah, when, like, I
2: do think cause people... because I also think that people are interested when as soon as you mention. So famous it's the people. kind of story.
4: It, like I would it's one of those things that I go this will will one day be a great chat show story but it'll never work as stand up Yeah. and I've always sort of felt that and I think some people can talk about it like I think John Bishop talks about being in that famous world really well and Mickey Flanagan does Yeah. yeah. because they've both got that element of boy done good
2: working class yeah working class boys
4: done good even though like John Bishop isn't he's a middle class guy Yeah. but he's got that sort of backstory to him Mm. Um, and I think that means you're then qualified to go and go look at this world I've ended up in and how crazy it is and they've also
2: got the accents and from places where it's that considered... That isn't normal. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
4: And I think that's a major difference. I think mm. like if you and I do it, it's just two like, white guys who yeah, yeah. are from the South anyway yeah. and not from like an area that people consider, oh, you've really clawed mm. your way out of that to the big time. Yeah, that's true, yeah. Whereas, like, and I think they do it really well. And John Bishop, I remember once watching John Bishop, and I really like him and I think he's good, but he did this whole story about going on a night out with... Um, James Corden, uh, James Corden and Robbie Williams. Right. And basically the punchline was they got papped, right? Which is, when you think about it, like a mental thing to be able to talk about on stage yeah, to yeah. a room full of people where that isn't a normal thing to happen. Mm. Um, but the punchline was basically, you know, Robbie Williams... James Corden and Bez from the Happy Mondays, and that was the punchline that right. he looks like Bez, and they oh. thought he was Bez.
2: So it was a, cl- it's a classic opening joke of any it's, comic. It's basically I know yeah, what you're thinking. Yeah.
4: Bez scrubs up well, but he sort of framed it in this whole other way. Wow! Um, yeah. And like he totally got away with it and totally worked.
2: Um, but I don't yeah. think. So I guess that's people's intrigue in the famous sort of world. Because like when you was just saying it, I was thinking I think I would have thought audiences would be interested in that, but. Like, maybe comics would go, oh. I think comics would, but I think also audiences,
4: and like, and I think also, like, you have to acknowledge that John Bishop is incredibly famous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I am not famous like that. And, mm. I, you know, I've been on, I'm, I'm on stuff, oh. but I'm not. And I think, so people go, because a lot of people that come and see you'll be like, well, I don't know who you so, are. So
2: basically, John Bishop isn't name dropping because he is of that Because he's of that ilk, world. whereas
4: people are going, right. well, you're just trying to tell us that you've met famous people. Oh, it, that's so, it that is it you've nailed it yeah and yeah. I think it's that I think if you're super famous they go well of course you exist in that world Yeah. whereas if you're at a gig where they're going yeah like I think I've I think I've seen him but like I don't know where yeah. and then you're going oh so me and Sharon Osbourne and they're like alright mate like Chill it's out. just a bit alright you don't need to really hammer it home wow yeah and I think that's it I think the audience feel like you're trying to yeah what was that story oh god Um. it's oh yeah it's the um. I mean it was one about it's Basically, Sharon Osbourne just used to always ask me on camera if I like licking out girls, like constantly. What? Like, she's, she was absolutely mental. Like, she's mental. She's brilliant. And she's, like, one of the funniest people I've ever met. Um... And she's just always just asked me all these like really inappropriate questions on live television, just to try Live? And, like, yeah, live and like pre-recorded, like the first time I ever met her, that's the first thing she ever asked me. And I went, uh, and she went, the fact you hesitated makes me think you don't. And like, there's all these mad things she used Why to do. Is,
2: what's her go with that?
4: No, I think she's just trying to make you feel awkward because she thinks it's hilarious. Um, and because so you're you, young then as well. I was like 22. So like, yeah. Yeah, I was a young, like, gawky guy. And well, I'm still a gawky guy, but um, it was just all these <laughs> things that she used to do. And I think like you just go oh god yeah and i you know and i, I had another story about um I, I genuinely once asked simon cowell for my p45 and awards too and like i thought that was really funny because i got obviously got fired from that show and um it just means that like people just people are just hey, like, when did you ask that though like about six months after i left i saw him quite drunk at the end of like the pride of oh, Britain, right, and so i was like oh. hi simon nice to see you um so i had my p45 through and he was just like what? And I was like, of course you don't know what a P45 is because you're so minted now. Yeah. That's so in the past for you. Um, but like things like That's that, I think funny. people just aren't interested unless you are of the same level of the people you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. But it's it's quite weird, isn't it? Like I've i seen comics talk about those kind of things. Like, you know, Sean Walsh has just done a whole show about yeah, yeah. a media storm, but that was so public. So, I think I, yeah, I was actually, I,
2: was, I went for a, I went met him the other day, and I was just saying to him because I saw the show. I thought it was really amazing. Yeah, and I think it takes it to the next level when the the whole world know that what he's talking about is true. Yeah, because with stand up, half the the battle is trying to convince everyone what you're saying is real. Yeah, whereas if everyone is already on board and they know that's happened,
4: I had a really weird experience in Edinburgh. In that um, I was doing my show one day, and a girl walked out. And I'd met her just before the gig because she worked right. at the bar in my venue. Yeah. And she walked out the gig. And then about two days later, I was in the bar and she was like, oh, I was, in, I was in your show the other day. And I went, oh, yeah, you walked out. And she went, do you want to know why I walked out? And I went, absolutely not. No, I couldn't care less. <laughs> and she's like, but do you not want to know what, what you did wrong? And I'm like, no, because I didn't do anything wrong. It's just you didn't like me. And that's not an issue. Like, you're allowed to not like me. Yeah, yeah. And then she kept trying to, like, talk Justify. about it. Like, 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 and I was like, look you think your opinion matters because of Twitter and things. It really doesn't. I have a lovely life whether you like me or not. And that's what I feel with an audience. If an audience don't get on board, I just think, well, like, it's fine. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I've done enough like reality TV spin offs and things where people hate you. Yeah. For just talking, like interviewing singers. So I'm just like, it's like, so an audience not like him, he's fine these days. Yeah. Mm. But it's, um, it's, yeah, it's really weird. Like, because you then go, oh, I'm going to go and try this. I'm going to be great at this gig because I can do these proper gigs. And actually, those gigs are harder, I think. Ah, oh, 100%. Gigs get easier the more you do comedy because you get to do nicer and nicer things.
2: I remember once, I can't remember who it was when I was really new. And it was the exact opposite to what you just said. So I was in the other position. I was a new act, and I was doing all right on the open mic. And then this act came on, and he he really struggled. He's very confident, but really struggled. And I thought, ah, oh, this guy's rubbish. And then I saw him on the like on a poster for like maybe something like the Comedy Store or, or a good club like that. And in my head, I was like, How, how's that bloke doing that? Yeah. But now I understand that he is good. Like but it yeah. was just he he was playing a crap gig doing comedy that that works in clubs but in cool little trendy open mics like they're not going for it because no, absolutely it's not, not it's not weird enough or it's not edgy enough or
4: it's it's really weird isn't it like i yeah. think and there was a point where i used to do when i first started i used to do loads of mirth control gigs which obviously you know in the west country yeah. are like quite could be some of them are some of them used to be really nice yeah but a big chunk of them were really tough gigs. Mm. And I did loads of those um, for ages. And I got really good at those gigs. Mm. So I used to go on at those gigs and I used to have a brilliant time because I was doing them all the time. And people yeah. that were headlining them who weren't doing them as much yeah, yeah. would really struggle because yeah. you can learn to do a bad gig well. Yeah. But if you're not doing bad gigs all the time anymore, like you know, like we do like real clubs and, yeah. or you know, solo shows or whatever, mm. then it becomes much trickier yeah. to go back and do them. Like I would now go also, into a pub think... gig in Froom yeah. and I'd probably really struggle.
2: Yeah, 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 yeah. It's one of those things where you you, you get sharp for that sort of gig.
4: Absolutely, it's like it's a, it, each each kind of gig's a different muscle. I think that you yeah. work out, and when you leave a muscle alone, you don't it, you don't get very good at it. Mm. Like I think Edinburgh is a whole other ball game, and Edinburgh is different to doing a show on tour. Yeah. Like I find a show on tour much easier than doing Edinburgh because mm. I don't do Edinburgh every year, um, and. It's just a whole different crowd and what they want is different. So, you know, by the end of Edinburgh, like I'm like, right, I can do that. And then I leave it for three years and then I get crap at Edinburgh. But again. also
2: you, you get into that zone and you come back to clubs and again, it's a different vibe. So then oh, you yeah, have to totally. readjust.
4: Like, um, I mean, like two, what was it? Two years ago, I came back from Edinburgh and I did a club. And I was only doing like 15 minutes and I was like, right, I'm going to smash this. i have had a really good Edinburgh. I feel, feel really good. And um, and I absolutely like, it's probably still the worst my most recent worst death. Like I've died right. since. Yeah. But that was the worst. Like stuff that <laughs> like genuinely like after a punchline like someone would cough. Like yeah, one right. of those like not even a titter <laughs> from the audience. And I was just like, oh yeah, I really need to readjust how yeah. how I do this as a thing. And at the same time, like when I first started doing pay stuff, I did loads of jonglers for a while, like pretty mm. much like every other weekend. Yeah. And I got this little gig that was a um and I compared them as well. I did loads of comparing at chocolates. Mm-hmm. And um and then I uh, I got this little monthly residency gig in Oxford at an art centre and it was a gorgeous art centre with two acts doing forty five minutes. Yeah. And it was lovely. And I used to bomb every month really? because I was doing junglers and I was comparing it right. like a jungler. So I'd come out way too hot and just kind of like, you know, be like
2: bam, bam, oh, bam. It's not center. Yeah. And
4: whereas they wanted they wanted Brett Goldstein doing 45 minutes of a really fascinating story. Yeah, yeah. Not me going, oh well, you look like a Bellend anyway. Bah. And I just had to really rethink what I did every month when I got there. Because yeah, yeah. I was so like I was sharp for junglers, because that's where what I was doing all the mm. time. And I wasn't sharp but for it last year. This centers. is one of
2: the things that I quite like about the job is that you'd never quite know what you're getting. So you, it's a totally. skill to, you have to, you know, keep your wits about it. And, and I think
4: also it's that skill of going, of just really, like for me, I think once you get to a certain level, the skill isn't like what you write or how you are on stage. Mm. It's going, right, which one of the 25 ways I can do this? And like those 25 ways are so subtle. Yeah, The differences of, right, I'm in an art centre on a Tuesday, not a club on a Saturday. Like how am I going to, broach especially a lot of my stuff is like i'm pretty rude yeah and like how do i get them on board with me being really rude in this room yeah before i hit that and like because i'm not doing you know a rowdy club and i find that is for me is what makes it interesting
1: yeah
2: yeah that's the
4: thing i still love about it is that it's like a puzzle each gig mm. and you're like right how do i have to be at the top and then how do i have to ease in or do i just go straight in at this gig and yeah. i love that
1: so
2: if i'm doing some ruder bits in a gig that's kind of we're full of they say nice people a, <laughs> it's like i kind of before i do it i tell them that's what i'm gonna do like in a cheeky sort of by the way i'm probably gonna do a few rude bits later i think you're right with rude a bit yeah, do you yeah what I mean? Yeah. rather than just go out with the c word, do you know what i mean it's like you just otherwise they get shocked whereas if you ease them in i find that they yeah like i think everyone I, I
4: agree with that i've yeah. al- i always go out Unless it's like a you know, a weekend, I always just go out and go, This is all Willys and Fannies, just so you know, there's nothing big or clever in this, yeah, it's just jokes about penises. And yeah. then they go, Okay, cool, well, we know now, and it's sort yeah. of that thing of you're not asking for permission, but you are mm. almost going, Look, this is what it is,
2: yeah, and they're all adults, that's they, what you got absolutely. You, they that's why you can do that stuff in front of most people because. Yeah. They're all adults. They've all had sex. Yeah, they've all had sex.
4: Everyone, you know everyone I mean? poos. Everyone. Does this is all why
2: that. I found when I I think I told this story on the podcast before about a cruise I did. But
3: you did a cruise?
2: I, yeah, yeah, I did two. How was that? Terrible. <laughs> like it was fine, but no, I died once and I hid until so I got up for breakfast at like six. Because you the have morning. to get there's
4: not like a separate place for you to eat or anything. No, is there? no,
2: no, and it was really weird because the first gig went well and I had lots of people going oh. Well done, good comedian. And then I did badly in one, which was billed as so. One was in a theatre, yeah. Beautiful theatres on these boats. Oh, they're like amazing. amazing. And then I did one in a in like a bar, which was billed as um, adult comedy. Now I don't do adult comedy, but in the the theatre shows you're not allowed to swear. But in that one, that basically means I could swear. Yeah. But yeah, I don't yeah. really anyway. So, but they no. were going expecting Jim Davidson esque stuff, and I was just doing my stuff. So and almost it'd have been
4: better if it was billed as just friend like uh, yes. um clean comedy.
2: 100 percent like so you'd have had a better so one. I, so I have, that
4: worked against you in yeah, the other way. Yeah. So oh, absolutely
2: so died. Because they're going,
4: right, this is it, gloves are off. Yeah, He's yeah. gonna say what he really thinks yeah. about all the minorities. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> they're all
2: they're also all of that age where they grew up with dodgy comedy. Yeah. So yeah. so that's what they're wanting. And then I had to go, walk around like in one day I went from everyone going, hey, there he is. Hey, it's the comedian to like, don't make eye contact with him.
4: Yeah, that's that's awful. That's yeah, horrible. Yeah, really and horrible. I think those. So
2: that was my point I was going to get. Sorry, is that that's why I find it weird that these people, you're not allowed to swear in front of them or do anything rude. But it's like they were in the war. Or something yeah. or something. <laughs> they were they, they've all they've had more sex than me because they've been around so much longer. Yeah. Like, why can't... That's but so it's, it's that psychology of what we've been promised. So yeah.
4: if, if you tell people this is a clean comedy show... Mm. And they don't, even if, even if there are no children in there or anything, yeah. if you tell them it's clean and then it isn't clean, they get really upset. I and think. they like complaining. So. And they love a complaint. Whereas if you go, this is going to, there's going to be swearing, then, there's going to be sex. Actually. Then they
2: go, all right, fine. They spend it- so much money on these cruises. And because they, they were, I, I, there are a lot of people, old people complaining about the, the, the restaurant and oh they're constantly, like it's one time, I was just, people are so miserable. Like they were sit, I saw that there's this beautiful view out of the window and then this they're all just sitting around this table moaning about the food and like, look at where you are. Like it's good considering it's being cooked in the middle of the ocean.
3: Yeah.
4: (laughs) I I, I really find that. (laughs) And you know what? It's, um, it's a really weird thing. Like I had a, I had a woman. So, um, the tonic gig in Camden, just the tonic Camden. you do. I I do. Yeah. I compare it like once every six weeks or something. I do it quite a lot. Um, and it's, uh, it's, it can be really nice. Like when we yeah, did it together, it was lovely, right, it wasn't, wasn't it? Yeah, but yeah. it can be quite tough as well. Right. But I did it one night. It might have been when you were on, actually. And a woman messaged me on Facebook complaining about the fact it was three men on the bill and that um, it, the, the gig had a real male energy.
2: Right.
4: And I was like, oh, okay. Um. Well, we'll I mean... You know, very often that gig, they, they do try and book the bills as diverse as possible, but it's, you know, supply, the supply yes, of female comics, you and... can't, not every gig in the country can have, um, uh, you know, a female act or an act, um, you know, the, you know of a different, of a non, non-binary non or something like that, yeah. because they just aren't enough at the moment. Like that's the, the address, the problem needs yeah, to be addressed at the bottom level first for it to then even out. Yeah. And, um, and she went, and I went, and also like, I don't book the gig. Yeah, and she went. No, I, I, I don't imagine you did book the gig, but because you were comparing, I just felt it was a point that you needed to know, and I just replied back, going with all due respect, I absolutely don't. Yeah, like, but she, this woman, obviously, just like, and the gig was really good that night. Everyone had a really good gig. No one was offensive. No one was like sexist or anything like that on the bill because you just don't get that. Also, really anymore. all
2: the bills lineup is in advance, so she's booked tickets. She can look yeah. to see who's Abs- on.
4: Absolutely, and I just think like, and I was just like, what happened there was she wanted to complain. Yeah. She went going. There's going to be something that's going to upset me tonight, and no one did anything edgy or anything like that. Nice. So a real male energy was like the thing that was left to complain about. And I think certain people just, yeah, certain people yes. just don't want to like stuff.
2: Yeah, I if if it's,
4: it's a cruise or if it's something else. Yeah, yeah. And you've just got to accept that sometimes that's going to be you, mm-hmm. and that's fine.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, any uh, any bits that you've come up with over the years that you're a bit annoyed that you can't get to work?
4: Um, yeah. So I've <laughs> I've got this bit that I, and I I won't let them die. So like yep. I'll leave them for like a year or
2: two and mm-hmm. then I'll come
4: back to it. So I've got a bit about massages about going for a massage. Okay. I've just written
2: some bits about massages. Have actually, you? So this might link in. Okay.
4: Um, uh, and I, like I just can't get and it's about going for a Thai massage. This, and I went to this Thai massage in King's Cross. Um, which sounds really dodgy but it was it was one of the most harrowing painful experiences of my life
2: yeah, saw dick this, after.
4: oh like yeah yeah really like <laughs> i mean like it was red raw like you know what there's so much thing as too much ending too much happy um but it was like this woman beat like she beat the living shit out of me yeah yeah and the whole thing and she was this We're talking
2: like, about a normal massage right yeah, yeah it's yeah, a yeah, normal okay. massage Sorry, yeah, yeah.
4: Um, but she just really and like every time like she put her knuckle in different parts of me that's funny yeah that's well yeah but she put it in my she put it in my armpit and and like and I thought I was going to faint
2: like yeah well that's where you got your pressure points in there
4: yeah and and like but she'd do it and then she was laughing at me because like (laughs) she was, and she kept going oh you're a wimp like that's (laughs) all she she? said for the whole massage (laughs) and I kind of built this whole thing about you know when you got your face in the hole and all this kind of like an observational thing about massages and I just can't get it to work but I think it's such a fun and also, also I think massages are an inherently funny thing yeah. Because I don't think massages are nearly as good as we all pretend they are. Yeah, yeah. And I think, like, we all go for massages and we're like, oh, God, they're so relaxing. But then you're in a massage. And my problem with massages is, like, the thing that makes me not relaxed is me. Right. Like, and a massage is just me in my own head for an hour. Yeah. And, like, and then panicking about going, oh, God, like, I don't want to be in a, pr- like, and I'm so worried about being around people that, like, being around a stranger who's touching your body. Like and how to how, like the social way you react about that. Yeah, I think is a funny thing, and I just can never get it to click. And so, I don't know if it's because what I'm talking about is not good enough or not.
2: So with that, yeah, I've got lots of things I was going to say then. So <laughs> so yeah, look at things get kind to me. Um, so like maybe so it's a thai massage but are you not you're not talking about a happy ending in it no 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 it's
4: it's a i legit... think maybe
2: that froze people initially because as soon as you say thai massage they think that's where you go in so you could just say a sports massage yeah a little... i think
4: but also like with the Thai one i used to have a thing of i go in and it was like this little thai massage place and it was quite nice but like i go in as a guy in my 20s and i'm like hello and i like i don't want them to think i want to be wanked off <laughs> so like i go in going <laughs> acting like hello really, i'm it? here for my massage like going but the
2: way you say that, and the mate. way you say
4: that makes it look like you want to be wanked off, and it's like, and I kind of tried to talk about that balance of like, how do you make it clear you don't want to be wanked off? That's funny. Without without looking like, because I think as soon as you go, I don't want the happy ending, they go, we don't. Why why are you even mentioning the happy ending? Yeah, and I think that's a really we're not funny. one of those places. Yeah, I think that's really funny, and also yeah, like, yeah. that whole thing of inner massage going like because also the you said
2: the massage first it was like you were doing it inverted massage. Uh, I'm going, massage. I'm just going. I'm just really
4: concentrating on the fact that it's a massage that I want, nothing else. Yeah, yeah Like, yeah. I'm not winking, I'm just going, I'd like a massage, please. And they're like, <laughs> well, he clearly wants more than a massage. And I think it's never quite worked. It's always, and I keep coming back to it thinking, well, in a year I'll be a better comic. Yeah. And like, and I've got a couple of bits like that over the years that I've kind of left and come back to and they've worked.
2: Maybe the angle of like, because like whenever I've gone for a massage, I've always had sports massage, which is always meant to be painful. Yeah. And you, I feel relaxed afterwards because I yeah, yeah, was yeah, so yeah. tense. But I've never gone for a, like a normal relaxing one, like an ero- like with the aromatherapy and yeah, all, yeah, all yeah. that. So maybe there's... That's quite funny, the difference between those two. Like, if you wanted a normal massage, but you ended up with one of these ones where they where stick they, their uh, elbows and she, and she
4: in. Was, oh, my God, it was... And she walked on me, and I was just like... Did she do that? Yeah, she walked on me and everything. It was... You know, and afterwards, you feel a million dollars afterwards. But, like, at the time, it's just like, this is the worst hour of my life.
2: Just walking all over you.
4: And, um, and, like, and also, like, I just think... That I did what... I had a massage years ago, and I kind of fell asleep during it. And when I woke up...
2: Is there something funny in, you, in like, if if she says, hidden hole... And then you're like, no, no, I don't want that. No, yeah, yeah, exactly that. That's funny. But
4: also I think there's that thing of, I also think it's funny that like I've, I've had like massages over the years and I fall asleep all the time. Yeah. And then I'm just like, if I was the masseuse and they fell asleep, I'd just be like, right, I might as well leave this for 20 minutes. And, like, <laughs> yeah. I've, I've gone for a massage, fallen asleep straight away. And then at the end, they've just gone, okay, and that's you done. And I've got no idea yeah, if yeah, I've had yeah. a massage or not. They could have <laughs> just rubbed a bit of oil on me. But I had one years ago. And I fell asleep, and when I woke up, the woman went, "Okay, that's you done." She goes, "Um, just so you know, I found a little blockage um in your bowel, and I've um I've 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 made sure that that will pass the next time you go to the toilet." And really? I was just like- so she like just massaged my shit out of me from the back no from the front like i was on my back yeah and i was just like and afterwards i was like i don't know how i feel about that that she's just gone
2: that that it's it's all yeah but she knows you need a shit yeah yeah
4: yeah, like but the fact (laughs) is she's gone but she's found it and gone well i can fix this yeah yeah which i think's really i think there's so much about massages that are really funny yeah because it's it's not a normal thing and And say
2: someone's just rubbing you
4: yeah and it's this thing of like oh it's such a treat and you're like is it a treat yeah. Or is it just really
2: fucking weird? Stressful. So I'm trying to get that to work, and I do come back to it every so often. So, so when you've tried that, so you, so there's so many different angles you've you've just pointed out that then. I've
4: thought of, and I just can't kind of I can't. So, like boil are it any down. of them
2: any bits that you like? Well, that always gets a laugh when I try it, but you haven't got enough to.
4: No, you know what? It was one of those where sometimes I did it a cup I did it loads of times, and a few times it really worked, mm. but it didn't work more than it worked. Right, and I don't know why, and that's what's annoyed me about it. I can't quite figure it out. Yeah, because I do it occasionally, and they'd all go, "Yeah, what a weird. Like, of course, this is brilliant," and then
2: maybe not that many people. Like, how many people do have massages? Well, that's another thing: is a massage. It's quite uh, Again, it's one of those things where it's like, oh, you have massages. Yeah, do you?
4: or you go for massages, do you? Oh, luxury. Yeah. And I think that is the thing that you go look. This is um. Maybe that is, you know, it's not a reference point that many people have. Yeah. Like maybe I should just do it. You know, those gigs that are at Soho House and all those. I'll just leave that piece of material for those gigs. Yeah. So you, that you know they're all privileged. I mean, yeah, I think
2: there must be a way of doing it. It's one of those you just got to keep cracking I think, bit. yeah.
4: And I, I leave, I, I what I do is I put it on hold. So I, I tried it when I was previewing my new show and it sort of didn't quite work. So I've left it now and I'll yeah. come back to it in like a year.
2: I always get annoyed when they talk to me in the massage. because it's, it's like they're hairdressers. They feel like yeah, they need to talk, whereas you saying that you, I, but I feel rude by going. Can I just? This like, is this is this because my like with me like I'm, it's it's a, I said it. I don't know if I said it on. I think I said it on the podcast with Rob Beckett. I was like, it's, it's a fucking disease. Just constantly thinking of jokes all the time. I can't switch off. Yeah. So that when I have a massage, all I want is a massage and not and just to be able to totally relax, no talking. But yeah, I feel yeah, yeah. really rude going. Do you mind if we don't talk? So I never do say but, that.
4: I, I think there's so many uh, places where you want, you want to say that to people. Yeah. Like I, I find for me, the places where I really like to relax are on planes and on trains. Right. Cause I, cause I really like to sit and read a book or something like that. Mm. And then you sit next to someone who wants a bit of a chat. Yeah. And then you're just like, I just don't want to go look like I don't get a lot of time to sit and read a book. Can you just leave me alone for the next two hours, please? And that's rude. And you're it's really an asshole. rude, even though like it yeah. isn't rude at all because you just you you you' yeah. not signed a contract to say you're here for a chat. Yeah, yeah. And I just find it like like before, I've been in a bar before. this was in America, actually, which they everyone chats to everyone. And I've been reading a book, and someone's going, "Hey, what are you reading there, buddy?" And you're just like, well, I'm not reading it now, am I? So, like, <laughs> yeah, that yeah. really winds me up. So, I think in massages, yeah, that's such a thing that you're just like,
2: can you just leave me alone? So, i tell you a top tip for uh, not having people sit next to you on the train. Go on. Uh, do your Edinburgh show, uh, last day of the run. Um, grab all your stuff, stick it in your bag, go straight to the station. But just before you realise you're going to the station, discover that there's some shit smeared on your rucksack. Uh, and then, not, and, and proper shit. So almost as if a human has done it and then try and wash it off and like try and scrub it off because you can't, you haven't got time to take your stuff out of your bag because you've got to get to your train station and then just smell like shit for the whole journey to where you're going. Try that. Did you do that this year? Yeah, that happened this and year. no
4: one sat next to you?
2: No one sat next to me. I'm so glad I didn't. I felt <laughs> so awkward because you didn't get an instant whiff. But every so often, I just get this whiff. I'm like, I fucking wash this off. And you just can't... I've I been in the bag, but <laughs> but I couldn't... I didn't have time because I had a train booked. You had to get on yeah, it. Oh, it was... But... So basically, I put my bag down in the little, like... It's the, the best venue in Edinburgh ever. And I... From my flat to the gig... I didn't put my bag down anywhere. There's no shit in my flat where no. I stay in. So basically, it was either human or dog. But but I put my bag down. Let's just hope it's dog. I put my bag down in the venue in the side room that everybody used. There wasn't a. There's not been a dog. I'm sure there's never been a dog in that room. But but there's lots of people. You, I, honestly, it's fucking. I've got absolutely no idea. But it was. How much shit was on it? It was a smear, as if someone's gone, there you go. All
4: right, Mark Simmons, yeah. enjoy your train home.
2: Yeah. Yeah, that is bad. But why would someone do that to me?
4: I don't know, because you're, like, you're one of the it. nicest people in comedy <laughs> as well. Maybe that's what they don't like.
2: Yeah, I mean, there
4: was probably someone out there that's like, oh, that Mark unless
2: Simmons. they got the wrong bag. Or, but, but who does it? Who goes? Who else was in... on in your venue that they might have done? Oh, there's loads of, there was loads of people in my venue. I mean, I don't really want to go into who they intended to get, but they were commit. But there must be a commit. Must be a, someone. No one went in there unless it's a comedian. And who who get brings shit with them? Oh, like, it's it, so weird, isn't it? It is weird, but I can't. And like, because I had the bag on my back, so unless there was shit on a wall and I brushed against it, but who put shit on it? F- well, they, I think I had lots of comics throwing shit at the wall. It's <laughs> a go. good joke, there. Um,
4: uh, but like. <laughs> God, this is really annoying me now. I'm trying to think how this could have happened. Um, what about like, it might have just, you never know. Like Edinburgh, there's quite a lot of weird people. So maybe you just walked along and they just thought, just wipe my hand on there.
2: <laughs> maybe.
4: Or like maybe someone's gone to the loo
2: and this isn't like. I started to get a whiff after I bought the bag out of that room and into my venue where I was going to do my gig. But I kept looking at my shoes and I kept thinking, I can yeah. smell shit somewhere. This is disgusting. It's but.
4: horrible when you smell poo somewhere, though, and you just—I like, yeah. don't know where it is. I can't find it on my shoes, but no. I've definitely got poo Check on your me. bag.
2: God,
4: that's so bad. Yeah. yeah. See, I've got a leather backpack, wiped clean. That's where you've gone wrong. So,
2: the, if you wiped it off of there,
4: it, you just get a wet wipe and just do it. It'd be
2: and the smell would go. Yeah, I think so, so it's because it goes into the fabric, is it? Yeah, I think probably. Yeah, Danny Ward, w- I was was there. He, I don't think he did it. Um, he he said to me before I go going to my train. He was like, "You guys got to bin the bag because you'll never get rid of the smell." But I couldn't bin the bag because everything was in it. Oh my God, I know it was. Re- I was just thinking. Did you not leave it at the end of the carriage? The chain. No, no. Um, there was something valuable in it so i had to, i didn't want like my, my laptop. like how mysterious that is that's like why i'm not going to tell you what doctor
4: who it is there was something valuable in the bag i'm yeah, not going to tell yeah. you what it is but there's <laughs> yeah. something valuable
2: i think it's my laptop in <laughs> that's but, but, really so, isn't that weird yeah it's a fun story matt richardson hashtag awooga to matt richardson when what? do we start making money?
3: Lovely episode. Can we can't make merch with a on it, can we?
2: Um,
3: well, what if we spell it different? I wonder if I wonder if we do, What if, if we have an extra a... O? Oh. Very good. Aouga. Nice.
2: But we got to start saying it like that. Hashtag aouga. Surely that's a fi- that's not a thing. That's ours.
3: Yeah, because it was invented before the hashtag.
2: Yeah, yeah. Hashtag aouga. They didn't future-proof the awooga No. There we go. Yeah, that's ours, mate. Mark Simmons pocket. No jokes with Mark merch. Tweet in if you buy it. <laughs> <laughs> no one's going to buy that. Um, at jokes with Mark. Any feedback from the episode? Any of your Mickey Flanagan scandal headlines? Yes, please. Um, and hashtag him in it. No, at, at him in it. Yeah. Because you never know. Right? It's, okay, this it'll either be, he'll be like, what the fuck? Yeah. And like, that could be like, uh, not he might, I mean, he might not like it, but he's yeah. a comedian. So I'm assuming he's got a sense of humour. Good. Yeah, he's good a very funny man. He is. He's a very good stand-up. Mm-hmm. I think he'd find that funny yeah. unless he is having an affair with someone, and then that might emo- oh, that Maybe might he panic. does keep it in custody. Yeah, but let's do that. So, Good Out Headlines. Yeah. Great. Any feedback for the episode? Mm-hmm. At jokes with Mark. Yeah. Uh, reviews. If you can be bothered, please go to iTunes and uh, leave us a five star review. Does that sound convincing?
3: I was convinced. I'm going to go and do it now.
2: You've already done it, Joe. Yeah, with, with two different emojis. <laughs> <laughs> Um, anything else, Joel? Not from me next week. Oh yeah, what do we want to do next week? We've got Chris Stokes recorded. Yep, but we've also got some Edinburgh ones. Maybe we should mm. put out an Edinburgh one before yeah. Chris Stokes. Okay, Thomas Green.
3: Cool. I think I sent you that one. Yeah, somewhere. I remember. It. It's, it's, been in in the the it's in the archives. It's in the Mark archive. archives. It's not in the
2: archives. In the archives is one that we've released. That's that's what we call the archive. You
3: are suggesting unreleased material couldn't be in the archive. Well,
2: it's not in the archive so. Not Where if is I it? Say, What's it in before the archives. archives? That means the audi- our audience. you guys Yeah, true. Out there, Very true. Can look, but they can't look in on my SD card. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be a fun treat. Yeah. Oh God no! <laughs> God, I'll be finished. Um. Anyway, so uh, is that it? Yep. Is there anything else to say? Nope. Thanks for tuning yep. in. Hashtag. Oh. I
1: will get.